0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Inside the 5, it's Stav, it's Griff, and it's Will. And today we're going to be recapping World Series Game 4. We had a historic event take place there, and we're going to go over our predictions for NFL Week 9. What do we say? Let's go. Let's do
1: it.
2: All right, welcome back, everybody. We are getting things started off here in Philadelphia as the Houston Astros have pulled one out at Citizens Bank Field, 5-0. And not only was it 5-0, Stav, the Philadelphia Phillies have officially been no hit in the World Series, a combined no hitter amongst four pitchers, um, just an absolute crazy change in events I guess you could say after winning on the first of November 7 nothing I mean it was a home run parade going on to the next game not not only like not hitting a home run not scoring a run or anything they didn't get a hit in general stop that I mean almost unheard of what, what are our opening reactions to I mean something that's happened like this
0: well if I'm on the Phillies I cannot overreact obviously, it, baseball is real. Like we always say basketball is a game of run. Baseball is as well. Like you, you have to embrace the highs of highs and you have to get rid of the lows of lows. This is obviously very embarrassing, especially the fact you got no hit in a world series game when you're supposed to be the best of the NL. However, if I'm in the Phillies quick memory, like you have to have like a, a quick memory. You can't remember that this happened. Like I, I think they end up playing today again. Um, it's a new game. It's a new day. Um, you, you just got to bounce back. You have no other choice other than to bounce back. And they're still home. They still have that huge crowd behind them. And I guarantee once they get that first hit in game four, the crowd is going to be electric. Like, I, I think it's going to be similar to a repeat of game three where the offense produces and the pitching really doesn't need to do much. And, you know, I, I still think Phillies in six, if I'm being honest. It, it, it took the Astros one insane inning where they have bases loaded and they got hit by a pitch and a sack fly and like a double or something. And that's what all the runs in the entire game. They didn't really play well outside of that one inning. I mean, pitching was ph- ph- phenomenal. Ph- Jesus. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. phenomenal. I don't know. English is tough, but you really didn't play awfully defensively if you're the Phillies, aside from that one inning, so you have to bounce back and, you just have to kind of like take the lid off the basket. I keep referring back to basketball, but it's very comparable. Like, just get the lid off the basket. Hitting is contagious. Once one guy gets hit, the next guy is the next, 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 next. And I really do think the Phillies are going to be fine. I just think that this was a hiccup, and they're going to get rid of this fit uh, quick. Right, and I mean going
2: into Game Five here, series tied at two to two. Um, this is the last game at Citizens Bank of the year no matter what i mean you, you go into this game five this is a must win game because if you don't win this game then you're gonna have to go on the road winning game six and stay on the road and go out and win game seven um you got Syndergaard on the bump tonight against verlander it's gonna be a good matchup cinder guard's a guy that he's been around for so long that to the point where i'm not scared of this matchup. You know what Verlander's going to bring. But syndergaard I mean, with the energy that he brings to the mound, matching up with the energy in Philadelphia, I think is very good to kind of end the season. End the season at home um with this matchup. I I it's really going to come down to the bats tonight. And, and I think tonight's the night that you have to do it. And you have Phillies and 6 stav um I think that if they don't get it done tonight, then this series is pretty much over and it's in the Astros' hands. I I just don't picture Philly going into Houston with two games, two must-win games, win or go home, and getting it done. It's almost impossible to do in the World Series. And Philly's been doing close to the impossible, but at some point their luck is going to run out. They have to win tonight or I think it's over. Um, my the biggest per-
1: game of the year, in my, in, in my opinion. I think tonight's the biggest game of the year for the Phillies. Like obviously, they just got hit last night. Tonight, they come out, hit the ball, and win the game, and they blow the top off the ball, and they put up big numbers tonight. This series is nowhere near over. This just basically just punches Houston right in the throat with a big win tonight, because no matter what they do, obviously they Phillies hit the ball, they can't score, they win. Houston comes back, they lose the next game. Houston next game throws a no-hitter, they come back and hit the top off the ball. This just shows that the Phillies can do whatever and match the energy of the whole series.
0: Whoever wins this game is going to win in six, in my opinion. I I really think that the series is going to be ended in six games. Um, It's just do or die because tonight, obviously, the Phillies have, like you said, Syndergaard on the mound against Verlander, who Verlander really hasn't been historically good in the World Series. I think he has a six-something ERA. But yeah, it wasn't it's, that it, great. Do it, it's still Justin Verlander, though. Like, yep, I, exactly. I, If I'm a Astros fan, I trust Justin Verlander on the bump. But with that being said, he could very well just absolutely blow this game. And, and you have to go win two in a row, although you have to do it at home, which is easier. But the Astros – I really don't think Houston is a home field advantage, if that makes sense. Uh, Philly's home field advantage is way different than Houston's. I, I've said this episode in and episode out, like mm-hmm. – or Philly is one of the last home field advantages that we have in the MLB. Right. And, and talking about how
2: Philly is a real home field advantage and Houston is not, how about we switch over to the NFL world? And on Thursday night, we got Philly versus Houston at Houston. And it's the same case. I I, I mean, when you look at Philadelphia and you look at the Houston Texans in NRG Stadium, there is a big difference between these two ball clubs and philadelphia we're getting right into predictions here guys philadelphia favored by 14 points against the houston texas houston texans on the road the over under set at 44.5 philly 7 and 0 houston 1 5 and 1 one of the only teams to have a tie this season will get us started here
1: i got philly minus 14 in the over i think Philly absolutely demolishes the Texans tonight. Brandon Cooks isn't playing for them. He's clearly been upset. I believe that came on the news today about him not getting traded at the deadline. I think this ball club's an absolute mess. Philly destroys the Texans tonight on national television. And you said the over? And the over. Don't let the kids watch this game. Stop.
0: I'm telling Will's picks here. I don't see a world where the Texans even come close. Um, The the. The Philadelphia Eagles, this is a scheduled win for them. You know, they're they're undefeated. They're facing the worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. You win this game, you win this game big. And I also have the over here because I think that Philly puts up 40-something themselves.
2: Yeah, I mean, why don't I just tell the both of you guys, I'm going to go with the same. Um, Philadelphia has been an absolute wagon all year, and not only just as a ball club, but against the spread, which good teams win games, great teams cover the spread. 14 points is a lot, but... When you see this, this is the best team in the league versus the worst team in the league, 14 points. I think Philly wins by 21, maybe 24. Um, I'm going to take the over as well. I think that um, early in the game, Houston's going to try to establish the run with Damian Pierce. It's not going to work. They're going to have to get the ball up in the air. Davis Mills is going to be throwing the ball. It's going to lead to a few interceptions. I think that Philly might put up 40 by themselves. So uh, I'm going over here. I love Philly in this game. Thursday night football on Amazon on Amazon Prime Video, and I want to say we're what going into week nine. Nine, mm-hmm. we're going into week nine. How do we like Amazon Prime on Thursday night? I want right. to up, no, I want to come up straight out and, and say that I actually hate it. I hate. it. I think it. it's I such an inconvenience. And and I'm a guy that I will watch streams of games. I have like I'll literally go on my laptop. Even if I have cable in the living room, I'll go on my laptop here. And I have a TV right behind me, too. I'll go on, like, my cable provider's website and stream a game. But, like, when it comes to Amazon Prime, and especially when it comes to the NFL, if I'm watching a primetime game, that thing is on cable. I want to see it as soon as I can see it. And I don't want any issues with the quality, with buffering or anything. And, if I mean, my Wi-Fi is good, but every here and there, you know, there's a little – point in time where even if the screen gets a little fuzzy i get pissed off i want to see football in clear action and amazon prime no matter how hard they try to do that it's not going to work because you can't control everybody's wife I, I i love cable when it comes to prime time football but i mean you know when, when it's sunday and i have four tvs going obviously i'm streaming on three of them but prime time prime time's a lot different prime time is like you want the action as soon as you can get it right when you can get it and then the best quality and the best way to do that is cable i i i don't like Amazon Prime.
0: Video. the idea is there right it like is. You, you you have you have two good commentators i, I think her curb street's getting a bad rap here I, I like him in when he commentates college football and i think he brings something to the table when it comes to thursday night football and al michaels is a legend whenever you yes. think of Al michaels yes. you think of a big game and I just feel like Amazon Prime isn't giving the viewers the experience of a big game when it's on their streaming platform, right? When you see the score bug, it it just looks like it's artificial. It looks like a video game. And Mm -hmm. it it doesn't feel like there's much hype around Thursday Night Football. I I, I feel like in the past, even when – because it used to be Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the calls of Thursday Night Football. That felt like awesome. Like ESPN Monday Night Football is great when it's Troy Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck, but Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit are getting a bad rep because Amazon isn't making them look as good as they actually are. In my
1: opinion, personally, I don't know if you guys agree with that. I think it's kind of an inconvenience, honestly, just logging into Amazon Prime to watch one game a week. Like, I'd rather just go the same place I go every single Sunday to watch and Monday to go watch the same and, and I'm paying and I'm
2: paying money monthly. Just to watch this, like I think the only other thing that I've watched ever on Amazon Prime was like, uh, like a TV series like with my girlfriend, I and that was like this past summer. I don't think I've watched That's anything other than that in my whole entire life on Amazon Prime. So like I'm paying monthly, literally just to watch
1: four games a month. And the other thing is, is like it's not even like the Thursday night football game quality has been there this year at all. Like, I don't think we've had – Yeah, the games have been terrible. We haven't haven't had a game where we're like, wow, that was a good Thursday night football game. I think all Chiefs The Chiefs and the Chargers was a good game. It was a good game. That that was was week two. uh, Yeah, like every week other than week two has been, like, not a great matchup.
0: Well, also, I think the NFL just does a bad job scheduling games. Yes, I, like no, yeah, you know. no, and
2: I, yeah, no, that's not 100 percent on Amazon Prime. That actually yeah. has
1: no, yeah, this is nothing to do with that. them. It I just it that. just adds <laughs> to the point that sucks that you have to pay it, money to watch four games a month and it sucks. Last week two, and no, the
0: last three, last two weeks were fine in my opinion. Week seven was the Cardinals and the Saints. That was a pretty good game. I didn't like that game at all. I didn't like that game at all because it was all that game.
2: That game was literally just all the Saints being terrible, and it had nothing to do with the Cardinals.
0: And we, last week it was an okay game too. The Bucks Last were week Raven. it wasn't bad,
2: but Tom Brady sucks. I'm sorry, yeah. Tom Brady. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about the Bucks soon. They did they even play this week?
0: The yeah. Week after right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk
2: about the Bucks soon, but Tom Brady sucks in front of the Buccaneers. Yeah. I'm off a lot of NFL teams, so we're gonna hear it today. Yeah. But how about we move on to the next game? Um, the hometown team at home, New England Patriots, favored by five and a half against the Indianapolis Colts. Will, how about you get us kicked off here?
1: So I want to start things off as this is my lock of the week. And in my opinion, I think this is actually a must-win game for the New England Patriots. They play against, obviously, the Colts this week, then the Jets next week, and then they have two big games. Obviously, I think they play the Vikings and then the Bills. So they need to get their wins where they can take them, and especially against this Colts team, they should be able to get the win. So I have them minus 5.5 and and the over and my lock of the week. All right.
2: Um, I'm going to go with – New England as well. Um, Sam Ellinger didn't do too much um, in his first game with the Colts. I'm expecting him to be the starting quarterback again. I'm pretty sure that is correct. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is a classic Bill Belichick game where he's not a rookie, but, I mean, Bill Belichick is going to beat up Sam Ellinger. He's going to do everything he can. The the Patriots, what I love about them is how good they are um, against the run in situations where – they know that the other team is going to be running the ball. And you know goddamn well the Indianapolis Colts are going to be running the ball. So, I mean, in in overall commitment, I think Judon has a big game um, in the run game, not in the pass game. He's been fantastic in the pass rush, but I think Judon kind of showcases – this might be the start to his little all-pro kind of campaign throughout this year, showing that he can do it in the pass and the run. The Colts, a great running team. This is actually a great matchup for the Patriots, but I'm going to take the Pats here. I'm going to take the under as well, and I like I like Ramondre Stevenson to get into the end zone for sure. It's not going
0: to be my prop because I feel like it's too obvious, but I think this is going to be a big running back game here. Well, Griff, I don't know if you saw this, but Jonathan Taylor's missed his third straight practice this week. He's projected not to play on Sunday. So I love the Patriots Patriots minus five and a half here. I think I assume the line is going to change once the news is official that he is out. Jonathan Taylor. And um, I have the under as well. It's one of those games where the Patriots are just going to kind of settle back into their identity. Right. We want to see them pass it like short run the play actions, establish the run with your two running backs. Damian Harris has also missed some practices this week. Uh, We're missing David Andrews this week and Marcus Cannon as well. So it's going to be a little iffy. I bet it's going to be sloppy at times. I have the Patriots minus five and a half here. I also have the under. But Griff, I'm going to double your touchdown prop. I have Ramondre Stevenson getting in the end zone twice this week. I like that. I like that. So that's your official prop, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I was thinking
2: about putting him in twice, but I have a few other names that I'm going to get to later in the episode. Um, But how about we move on here to a little NFC North matchup. I actually think this might be one of the better games of the week between the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. Green Bay on the road is favored by three and a half. The over-under is set at 49 and a half. Stav, I'll kick it right back to you. Who do we like with the spread and and how many points are going to be scored in this game?
0: So it's about time that Vegas actually values the Packers as what they are. Because how many weeks in a row did we see the Packers favored by over a touchdown? I and know it was the nuts. double digits, they, and, and, and then I
2: own. mean they they went and played the Bills last week and
0: mirror they covered miraculously
2: covered. It was insane. They had no business covering in that game.
0: Exactly, but that, this is my point. They're finally favored by what they should be favored at three and a half against Detroit in Detroit. Uh, I'm gonna bring some up a few stats here. Detroit allows like forty points a game at home or something for mm. whatever reason. It's just fast field. Um, I love the Packers minus three and a half here. But I like the under too. I like the under set at 49 and a half. We saw the Lions got rid of TJ Hawkinson, which he's Jared Goff's security blanket, right? We, we whenever they need to move the chains, he he hits him. DeAndre Swift has been limited in practice. We're going to see a lot of Jamal Williams, who's more of a physical back. That's why I'm picking the under, but I have the Packers minus three and a half. This is a must win. I'm kind of telling what Will said about the Patriots, but this is for the Packers. This is a must win. You have to beat the Detroit Lions if you even want a chance at competing for a playoff spot. I don't think that they're going to uh, win the NFC North I think it's the Vikings to lose, but this is a must win for the Packers if they even want to be competing for a seventh yep. seed.
1: Well, I mean, I agree. I'm going to tell you on, I believe you picked the under as well, but I have Green Bay minus three and a half. And the under, I think this is a perfect game. Like I said about the Pats is a perfect game for the Green Bay Packers to win. I mean, you have to take your win through. You can get them. This is a team that you should easily be able to meet no matter the state of the Green Bay Packers in this given moment. Um, I know they're currently struggling a little bit, but they're kind of finding things every now and then. This should be the game where they should start finding things, start testing things out a little bit if they can to see what they can do for the rest of the season. We're we're about or we can say we're at the halfway point of the season now where they need to start looking at what they're going to be doing in the postseason because the Vikings right now are the head of that division, and it doesn't yeah. look like it's going to change.
2: No, you're very right. And Green Bay is a team that, I mean, everybody just expecting going into the season, everybody thought they were going to be good. They thought they were going to figure out the wider receiver for situation, and they thought that that wasn't going to hurt them as much as it had. Kind of just a blind, like, look through because they have Aaron Rodgers. But but the team's terrible. I mean, the team sucks. They're not built around the way that Aaron Rodgers plays. Um, but I mean, just looking at this game solely, Detroit, I mean, is an absolute dumpster fire. They've won one game. The one game that they have won was at home, but I mean, they've lost four or they've lost three other games at home. So it's not like that's any certain trend. I'm gonna be taking Green Bay minus three and a half here, too. But I'm not gonna be riding with the under. I'm gonna go the over, and that is because of the trends. The over has hit in every home game that the uh, Detroit Lions have played this season. I'm going to just guess that that's going to continue to happen. Uh, I did a little research here. I'm going to continue to to believe that the over is going to keep hitting at home. And, and that's not only, not only has the over been hitting because they've been putting up points, it's because they've been, I mean, throwing out absolute touchdowns to the other teams. They've just been handing them wins um, at Ford field. So, I mean, I, I think the, I think Green Bay wins this by at least a touchdown. I like the over in this game. I think Detroit puts up some points. Um, I think it's gonna be a pretty good game though. I think I think it's gonna be one of those games that we see on Red Zone a lot just because there's a lot of touchdowns. that's that's the way that I see it. but you guys have the under.
0: Yeah, um I, I don't blame you for picking the over. the trends how I look at it, the trends always die, right like, every single point. week and I mean we're halfway through the year officially right now. And um, it's got to end sometime soon. So that's kind of my reasoning behind that. But shall we move on to the next game? We have our Los Angeles Chargers in Atlanta facing the Atlanta Falcons. The Chargers are three and a half point favorites uh, on the road. Griff, what do you say? What do you got? Um, I mean, we don't have any wide receivers.
2: We only have a running back. Our quarterback doesn't have ribs in his body like at all. That's like actually really doesn't have any ribs, Will. I don't know. Did you hear about that? No. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. But, I mean, the whole team is injured. The whole offense oh, is injured. The whole defense is injured. But it doesn't matter. Bolt up. I'm going Bolts minus three and a half in the over. I mean, Marcus Mariota running his Oregon-styled offense. Uh, I mean, no match for Coach Brandon Staley and the, the analytical genius behind him. So, I'm going Bolts. They improved to five and three after this week. And the over. I just think that Justin Herbert scores four touchdowns. I think that uh, Marcus Mariota runs in for one. That's on my prop pick. Marcus Mariota, anytime touchdown score, he's going to run on that.
1: I got the Chargers minus three and a half and the under. It's a, the good old Oregon QB battle on Sunday. Yeah, um, that's right. I actually have Eckler scoring three touchdowns. Wow. I think he's going to carry the whole offense on Sunday. He's going to go three touchdowns again, back to back weeks. Well, they had the both, both
0: quarterbacks, Oregon alum, Rose Bowl winners. Mm. Yep. Yeah, All right, guys, boys. I'm I'm going to fade you with the spread. I got the Falcons plus three and a half. I believe Cordero Patterson is coming back this week, which is huge for that Atlanta yeah, offense. Right. Um, for the reasons that you literally said, Griff. The Chargers don't have any receivers really. Um, they don't Justin have any Herbert playing injured their secondaries beat up the Falcons coming off of a nice B-9's win. They, too, yeah and the Falcons coming off of a good divisional win they're the first they're in first place in the a and the NFC South um, yep. they stayed at home for this entire week they didn't have a travel week the Chargers got to travel across country I-, I got the Falcons plus three and a half I have them winning outright as well and I have the over in this game I think it's a shootout in general just yep. because of the two high-powered offenses yep. um I want to get you guys' input here. I have both
2: Herbert and Mariota on my fantasy team. Who do I start this week?
0: I also have both of them, so Will, who? It's actually kind of a toss-up. Mariota's been pretty good. That is kind
1: of a toss-up.
0: I'm sticking with Herbert right now just because if P.J. Yeah, I would say I would stick with Herbert. If P.J. Walker can tear up the Falcon secondary, I I have full faith that Herbert can. So, you got it, right? Yeah. yeah now, I'm sticking with I was He's just
1: going to dump it down to echo the whole game. Like, but it's Marta was like the eighth saw.
0: quarterback in all of
2: fantasy right now. Herbert Ford. I also Ford. wanted
1: to say Justin Fields is ranked number two in the last like four weeks of the season.
2: Yeah. He's been playing yeah. really well, especially because he has yeah, a lot of production
1: cards. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, Geno Smith.
2: Oh, wait. No, we haven't talked about that.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I let's go, just go to. Look. Hey, you said Geno Smith. Thing. Let's talk about his two former teams. Oh, I don't think he's played for the. Bills. Did yeah, he, no, he play? Oh, damn it. That would have been that would have been dope. Yeah. But his former the team that drafted him is hosting the best team in the NFL. The Buff. Jeez, excuse me, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are going to the Meadowlands to face the New York football giants. And they're favored by 12 and a half points on the road. Over-under set at 46 and a half. William, what do you like in this game? Tell me.
1: I like the Jets plus 12 and a half and the over. I think this is an absolute trap game for the Bills, like for the spread at least. I, I think the Bills are going to win this game, but they're they're going to probably blow them out, but I still don't think they're going to cover. Twelve and a half is a lot of points, especially against the Jets. They, the Jets are still considered a good team. Like they're still good. I think this is the week. If they lose bad this week, then I think they teeter on that line again. But until further notice, I think the Jets are covering the spread.
2: Yeah, um, I, I just noticed that I was wearing a Jets sweatshirt today. I actually literally had no idea. But um, I guess I'll just go Jets because of that. I mean, it's no, but for real, it, it, it's a lot of points. 12 and a half is a lot of points. We saw Buffalo have a double digit spread at 10 and a half last week. They only covered by 10. And, and just to your point, Will, New York isn't considered a good football team. They are a good football team. I mean, they're 5 and 3. Right now, they're hunting for the playoffs right now. And, and, I mean, the the bad part is Brees Hall has been hurt. Michael Carter's here to step up. James Robinson is also here to step up. They got some reinforcements. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to win this game, but I think they put up a good amount of points. And if they put up a good amount of points, then they're going to be just fine with 12 and a half. I'm going to go New York plus 12 and a half, and I'm going to take the over here as well. I think that this is going to be a nice little shootout at 1 p.m. in New Jersey.
0: Uh, boys. I got the Bills minus 12 and a half. I think that this is the same old Jets, if I'm being honest, right? Their defense is good. I'm not taking anything away from that defense because the defense has talent from the defensive line all the way through the secondary. Sauce Gardner's a top-tier rookie. He's going to be a top-tier corner in this league for a very long time, in my opinion. But with that being said, Buffalo still has too many weapons for uh, the Jets to cover. And not only that, they just picked up Naheem Hines, geez, who's a great weapon out of the backfield for Josh Allen. I think we're going to see him get utilized a lot this week. And it's just one of those things where the Bills own the Jets, right? And we expect the Bills to be the best team in the NFL. And I think that this is another week that they prove it. And I don't trust Zach Wilson to put up a good amount of points to even cover against the Bills, right? Because we, I mean... Last week we saw him just absolutely shit the bed, right? They had a lead; they could have went up seventeen nothing. Whatever happened with a with a um, roughing the passer and whatnot, but it, it, the Jets had plenty of opportunities in that game, and Zach Wilson couldn't do anything, right? And I think the Bills are a way better team than the Patriots. So if they can't do it against the the Patriots, then how can they even come close against the Jets? So all right, against the Bills, so I got the Bills minus twelve and a half, and I have the over as well. I think that the that the final score is probably going to be thirty-five to fourteen. Um, um, excuse me if I'm wrong, but not only do you have Buffalo, this is your lock of the week. It, yeah, this is my lock of the week. I I can't believe I even like forgot it about didn't that. Mention it. it. I didn't. Mention I, I'm just so confident that I don't even think it needs to be mentioned. Yeah, I I got Buffalo minus twelve and a half. Okay, and. All right. I just love it originally. I mean, originally, you want to know what's crazy about this is I looked at the spread. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of points. And then I started thinking about it, right? Like I'm sitting in my one of my classes, right? We're not doing anything important. And I'm just sitting there. This I'm wasn't like, the hey, class you took me. an exam in? No. The <laughs> class I took an exam and I listened to church and was on the way because Jesus Christ himself had to come down and bless me for me even to pass this exam. But that's besides the point. We're talking football here. Football is the only thing that's on my mind. Um, and I was thinking Buffalo is four and two against the spread, right? And they've had a very tough schedule up to this point and they've succeeded. So I think that they continue to succeed, and I think that the Jets right. – this is the start of the, the decline of the New York football Jets. However, I would have the Jets plus 12.5 if Brees Hall was playing. Fair, fair. And, and so I want to say
2: 5-3 and three for the Jets right now. Um, Let's end the season right now. Let's just mark this off. This was a successful season for the New York Jets, 5-3. and three. Yeah, they, they have something to look forward to next year when Brees Hall – If play. they lose every game from here on out, it's still a successful season. Five wins. Five wins is good for the Jets. Yeah, they can be like, all right, we – we, had, ball we ball
0: have games. something to build you up on. You all right, hold on. Question If they, Griff, we'll, we'll build off of your scenario right here. Hypothetically, they don't win another game for the rest of the year. They move on from Zach Wilson, right? You have to. You draft yeah, another yeah. quarterback, you have a high overall yeah, pick. Quarterback, it, this is a deep quarterback draft. Yeah, I mean, you have. You'll, I think you, you have, have to five take a chance. Your five wins, you're most likely in the top 10. So. Yeah. If that, either I mean C.J. Stroud, Will Bryce Young,
2: C.J. Stroud, yeah, I mean those yeah. one of those three guys has
1: to be available. And
0: you could that. probably trade Zach Wilson for a decent draft pick too. So I say that you you could trade Zach Wilson for a bag of chips if they don't win another game this year. Yeah, that's true.
2: You. Okay. I would trade. I would trade Zach Wilson for Will if they don't win another on the game podcast. Game.
0: Yeah, but Will has to buy me a jersey before. So, <laughs> wait, actually. Yeah, Jersey bet, if we can trade. Uh, jersey bet, Wilson,
2: yeah, we trade for Zach Wilson, you have to buy me a jersey, Will. No. Well,
0: why are you saying no to that?
1: What? <laughs> if we, what?
0: If we trade
1: for Zach Wilson, if we
0: get Zach Wilson to be a member of Inside the Five, you will are trading me
1: for Zach Wilson.
2: I mean, we don't know all the details yet. Yeah. I got to go to ha- work. I'm on
0: the phone right now. I'm making I'm making I mean, he's up. literally wearing a Jets uh jacket right now. He works for the team. I'm showing love. Like, well, let I'm me sorry. let me th- Zach Wilson. we I'm gone, him?
1: and then Zach Wilson's here.
0: No, that, that, that's just you don't
1: like know the specifics.
0: Yeah. I mean, we for all we know, we could like trade on a trade yet. Yeah, we could trade Wicks, we could trade the website, we could trade our website for Zach Wilson.
1: No, the website's gone. I <laughs> don't have to know that. <laughs> I would trade the website for Zach Wilson, but not me.
0: I, yeah, I, I don't
1: think I don't...
2: About. You don't want to be the starting quarterback of the New York Football Jets?
1: I mean, I'd probably do a better job than him, but.
0: On record, Will is better than Jack Wilson <laughs> at
1: quarterback for the New
0: York Football Jets. <laughs> Imagine Will going to Gillette Stadium trying to call it an offense for the Jets against Bill Belichick-led defense. Or he has to go up First to Buffalo. Game with
1: 30 picks.
0: He has to go up to Buffalo in like mid If they kept like, you like, in
2: for a game, Will, and they gave you 20 attempts, how many are you completing? One. No. <laughs> oh, you're, wow. You're no, why did you even ask about- why did you Yeah, why did you ask, yeah, me? You even ask oh, me at three, that point? You're going to be realistic.
1: You weren't. not One? Zero. I think I get one. The rest would probably be picks. No. It would be like a dump down.
2: No, I don't think you, I don't think I could complete a dump down in the NFL right now. I think I
0: could. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I if I'm being honest, I mean like, like you have
1: 20 but, 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 I, attempts. I think you can yeah. get one. You can at least get one. Me. I think one me. is so realistic.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I, a completion is literally
2: 1 inch forward. If I get hit once, dude, I'm out of the game. I'm out like that. Oh, that's yeah, a well, that, that's idea. besides the point. Oh, we're not, yeah. We're not,
0: all right. Hold on. Here's another scenario that I want to ask you guys. If you're given 20 attempts rushing the ball behind an offensive line, how many do you
1: get? What
0: how
2: do you mean? How many yards, yards do, yards do I get?
0: Yeah. Sorry. I don't
1: know. Negative let 30. Me.
0: Yeah. Like what at the end? Like,
2: no. Like, yeah, if all right. <laughs> hold on.
0: Let me, let me rephrase this. How question. many positive gains? If you were given the ball 20 times, in an offense yep. in a set offense, right? The defense doesn't know if a runs coming or whatever. You're just the yeah, running back, yeah, yeah. right? But throughout the game, you get 20 attempts. Do you think you can accumulate at least 10 yards? No. No. I don't even well, think I make on it. Past what, the team you what team line. What team my What team You pick your team. So you could you could give yourself the best offensive line in the league. You're just the running back, you get handed the ball. Obviously, you know when you're getting handed the ball. The offensive line could do all the work. You literally just have to fall forward 2 yards like 5 times.
1: I think after the first attempt if I, even I don't get into hurt. A line of scrimmage, no, you don't get hurt. get hurt. You don't have you do okay, okay. worry yeah. about injuries yeah. And- yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: mean if I'm on the best all if we're the Eagles and we're playing the Texans on things <laughs> in that football on Amazon Prime Video, then I'm getting 20 yards. Or I yeah, getting Michael's 10 yards on the, the call on the call. Yeah, I, uh, Yeah, no, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I think I genuinely could get ten yards on twenty attempts behind the best offensive line because, dude, I'm nowhere player. close. Hypothetically, nowhere nowhere injuries. Close. So, yeah. no yeah, injuries. No, no injuries as well.
1: See, my yeah, passing no one, was, and you have a fullback.
0: Yeah, you have a fullback.
1: Okay. Then, yeah.
2: My passing like, one was logic, everything's a go. Like they know you're throwing the ball, and you might get hurt. Oh yeah, so that. Mine was a real game situation.
0: Actually, Griff, I want to. I want to retake. I don't think I complete any passes now. Like I just think of That's it, what like, I'm, like I, I'm just thinking of it, right? The defense know the passes. You're going to be again.
2: terrified. You throw a dump down; it's not going to be accurate
0: because you are scared.
2: You're well, like, who the not, hell is behind me? Not
0: only that, it's like you literally have like a second to hit you an have, open yeah. receiver, yeah. and you have to put it on the money, or the defense is going to pick it off. Do you have a football in your room, Will? No, I don't. But I have a basketball if that counts. When I
1: don't football in my room
0: either.
2: Like, I don't. I was gonna, I was gonna say, football. let's <laughs> see the throwing motion, because I mean, the pop oh. times uh, of these quarterbacks are like major league catchers. I mean, we're throwing the ball, and when we throw the ball, we you're not throwing as quick. I think if I throw an NFL football once in an NFL game, I will probably just hurt my shoulder just cause.
0: Um, did I ever tell you guys about the t- the story about high school football practice one time when? So there was one week right, and both of our quarterbacks were. Injured or whatever they're in the training room, and scout team needed a quarterback, right? So I just stepped up like our defense our for our starting against our starting defense, and I Stand started, com- I started like completing passes, right? Like that, I was given the plays, I was called and I was just starting dotting it up. And our coach is like, What the hell is going on? Why is your defense sucking? I'm like, Coach, it's not the defense sucking, I'm just throwing absolute lasers, me. and I, I ended. I ended the defensive period by throwing a forty yard touchdown on the dot. It was a streak. It was absolutely electric. Uh, and I mean it was it was on was huddle. That, and highest the highest.
1: Of
0: it's pretty close up there. I have a few others from high school yeah. football when I peaked. But actually this is a what was our senior year of high school? Is that three four years ago, right? Four years ago today. Three years um, ago today. No, three. Yeah, three years ago today, mm-hmm. I caught two touchdowns in the game and against the show today like I yeah, the exact day today yeah wow wow nice isn't that something nice well yeah i mean and ever since then stuff. it's been it's been a steady decline i mean we're, we're we're at rock bottom today after that finance exam and i'm a finance yes. major it just we we can talk about dude, i've later, been
2: well but... welcome to rock bottom stuff. i've been here for like a couple of years dude and i've just been <laughs>
0: I, I, well, wait, hold on. It's been like a rocky ride, like, it's been like the stock market. We'll compare it to that. Like, remember when I shot really well? I think I shot nine over when we played at Green Hill that one time. That was a peak, that was really dope. Like, I I played awesome that day, but then for golf, it's gone downhill and then like school and whatnot. So, anyways, back to football, right? So, my lock of the week, Bills minus 12 and a half. Let's move on to an NFC matchup. How about that? We have the Minnesota Vikings the NFC North champions as of right now against in Washington, against the recently are looking to be sold Washington commanders. Vikings are only favored by three and a half. And I love that. I I got Washington plus three and a half here, boys. I love Taylor Heineke. I I love this offense when he plays. It's just absolutely fun to watch. And yeah, I got the commanders plus three and a half. It's going to be hard for the Vikings to really get speed on this terrible field. And I think the commanders are just used to this terrible conditions so I I got the commanders
1: plus three and a half. Oh. And I, I got have Minnesota. the over
0: at 43 and a half. I'm sorry.
1: I got Minnesota minus three and a half and the over also have my prop as TJ Hawkinson as an anytime touchdown scorer on Sunday. Um I think this is I think the the Vikings just blow them out. I, I like I mean I like Heineke, I like what he's doing, but I just think the Vikings just kill them. They're gonna start um, on Sunday. And you have the over or the under well. I got over so All right, I'm, gonna go, like I'm gonna go I'm
2: gonna go Washington. I'm gonna go with the commies plus three and a half. Um, I'm gonna take the under as well. Um and, and you know what is actually funny, until like three minutes ago, I was like hundred percent on the Vikings. I was like, this is a legit test for the Vikings. This is a big game. Like if they win this against Heineken, who's two and zero as a starting quarterback, then then this is a this is a big momentum uh shift for the Vikings going seven and one. Um currently at 6 and 1 though as I was talking to myself like oh yeah this is a big game big game big game the word big game kept popping up in my mind and then I was like wait the quarterback is Kirk Cousins um so Washington money line I'm going to take the under as well um how about Brian Robinson Terry McLaurin
0: parlayed wow yeah yeah so that's my parlay I'll take that yeah that's what Brian. I like you said, you said so,
2: Washington plus three-and-a-half, right? Yes, Washington plus three-and-a-half, the yeah. under, but Terry McLaurin, B-Rob, anytime touchdown parlay. And we'll that. move on to the next game while Stav is plugging those numbers in. Um, we got Carolina at Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by seven points. Stav, this is your honorary team. The over-under set at 42-and-a-half. I'll let you get us started with this game.
0: I think Cincinnati wins this game if I'm being straight up, but I don't think that they cover seven and a half. I mean, we saw a really bad game out of the Bengals on Monday Night Football. They really do miss Jamar Chase, and as they should. I mean, yeah. I still think that this team is a good team. I think that it's still – they're competing between them and the Ravens, who's going to win the AFC North. I, I still think it just remains between them. But I have Carolina covering seven and a half. I have the Bengals winning outright, but I have the over in this game as well. I think that some touchdowns are scored. Um T Higgins. Oh no, never mind. Never mind. I was
1: funny.
0: <laughs> he thought he thought he was like you I, said T. Higgins. You had T Higgins in your mind, but once you said it
2: out loud, we all knew like that wasn't gonna
0: happen. Well, I was about to say, like, oh T Higgins is returning back to his uh his college days in in uh, north carolina but clemson is in south carolina and they're playing this game in cincinnati so like yeah 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 so like not... it, it was a double no <laughs> griff what do you have <laughs> um,
2: I'm, I'm gonna go um carolina plus seven this is a fraud test for cincy if cincy loses this game they're under 500 um this team can't get it done without jamar joe burrow looks lost without his best friend And Philip, a.k.a. P.J. Walker, is going to go in there. I think he's going to win the football game. And and I'm going to take the over as well. Um, I actually do like Carolina to win this game. That's all I'm going to say about it.
1: That's what I was going to say. I have Carolina plus seven, and I think they're going to win the game. I'm also taking the over. I don't know. I like P.J. Walker. I like what they're doing. I think they win this game.
0: All right, next game on the list this is the doo doo game. I don't really want to talk about this game. We have the Vegas <laughs> Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's just a bad jersey matchup, bad team matchup. I mean, I still like the Raiders, but I, I I don't like this game. But I'm gonna go Vegas minus one and a half, and I'm gonna be under here. I had, you see the Same. you see that you see that stat that Trevor Lawrence Same. is technically the worst first overall pick of all time right now. Really? Yeah. Due to like percentages?
2: Or yeah. Something? Due,
0: due to winning percentages, he's like five
2: and twenty. He, I mean, they they haven't won. I mean, you, you threw in a bad situation last year, obviously, with Coach Urban. Um, and, and this year, you know, with a bit of a better coach, in my opinion, a Super Bowl winning coach, and they still stink, and they have the skill positions around them. ETN's been turning it up the last few weeks. But you're right, stop. this game sucks. This team sucks. I'm going Vegas just because. I'm going to take the under. I think this is the worst game of the week, and I don't really want to talk about it.
1: Same thing, next game. Yeah, we were all just
0: riding that. I don't
1: yeah, – this is just not even I don't really care,
0: up. dude. Like, I thought yeah. about taking Jacksonville, but I'm like, not even going to talk about this like, game
1: on the next episode either unless something crazy happens. We probably won't talk about this game.
0: Yeah. So, sorry if you're a Vegas Raiders fan or a Jacksonville Jaguars fan for all of you that yeah. are out there. All right, next game, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Chicago Bears. The Dolphins are favored by five points uh over under set at 45 and a half. I said this when the Dolphins traded for Bradley Chubb and Jeff Wilson. I, I think that they're a top team in the AFC or the AFC in general. I, I think that they're competing with Buffalo now. And I think they're competing with Kansas city. You add an elite pass rusher, your pass rush makes your secondary a lot better. If You can get to the quarterback. Your secondary looks a lot better than just a known fact. And now that you add another San Francisco 49ers running back to Mike McDaniel's system, you have both Raheem Moser and Jeff Wilson. This is literally the 49ers backfield of last year. And, it's a successful backfield, and I, I got the Dolphins minus five here, and I have the over. I think that the Dolphins score 35, 40 points themselves.
1: I also have the Dolphins minus five in the over. I think they're just going to show, like, their moves that they made, this traded line are going to show they're here to stay. They're making moves. They're good. I don't see why they won't be one of the best teams in the league and continue to be that way. So, I got Dolphins. I, I saw.
2: I think if the Bears were playing almost any other team in the league, I would take them this week. I like the Bears this week, but five points really isn't a lot. And, I mean, Miami with the moves they made kind of are going to ride off the momentum of those moves. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to take Miami as well. Did you guys both take the over?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, good. I'm going to take the under here. Um, I think that a lot of points get scored by Miami, not a lot from Chicago. Uh, we saw Chicago kind of dump down on – their defense, they don't really have anybody left. Uh, they picked up Claypool, and I think it's going to take a bit of time to get adjusted to it. They're going to try to force him the ball this week. It's not going to work. Miami's going to cover the spread,
0: um, but I don't think Chicago puts up enough points to to hit the over. I think okay, this is going to be got, all my
2: to start to finish.
0: I got two defensive uh, props here that I'll bring up for the Dolphins. Bradley <laughs> Chubb, anytime sack, and Xavier Howard, anytime interception. I, I'm gonna parlay that. Not
2: um, okay. Yeah, if, if you parlay, yeah, because I think Bradley Chubb to get a sack would be like minus like
0: two fifty or something like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna write. I'm writing that down right now. I'm plugging that in. All right. Well,
2: while you do that, I'll move on to the next game. We got an NFC matchup, an NFC West matchup. Excuse me. Um. Low-key game of the year for my Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to say it, and it's my lock of the week. Seattle plus two on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. It is disrespectful that you do not give the favorite to the better team. Seattle is the better team. They are way better than the Arizona Cardinals. I don't care that D-Hop's back. Kyler Murray is four inches shorter than me. That's crazy that he's an NFL quarterback. I still wouldn't complete a pass. I know it. But Geno Smith, NFC offensive rookie of Player of the Month, Kenneth Walker, NFC Offensive Rookie of the Month, Tariq Woolen, NFC Defensive Player of the Month, Pete Carroll, my hero, everything I've ever wanted to be is because of Pete Carroll, um, and he's going to go into Arizona, he loves Arizona, He, I mean, he has a place down in Scottsdale, I don't know that for sure, but he's in his 70s, so he's got a, um, he knows the area well. We're going to beat up the Arizona Cardinals. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath, a big bird game, and the Seahawks are going to come out victorious. Seahawks plus two. I love them money line. Love them money line. I'd take an alt spread at minus two. Um, I'm going to take the over as well. Geno Smith throws three touchdowns. Well,
1: I also have Seattle plus two and the over, and I think they win straight up. I would take the money line. I would take them possibly with plus four. I would buy points. I don't care. Taking Seattle no matter what.
0: Yeah, I'm killing you guys with these. I'm going – or I'm telling you guys with the, the spread here. Seattle plus two is – it's kind of disrespectful in my opinion. It, um, no, it's disrespectful
2: yeah, it because is. the thing is they're going to make the playoffs, but nobody actually thinks it. Yeah. And, and it. And it comes down to the people that actually know, and I know. The Seattle Seahawks are going to win the NFC West this year. Like, And everybody's going hey. to be in shock. Something's going to happen down in San Francisco. L.A. is already out of the picture. And Arizona is just a bunch of losers. So, I mean – it's got to be the Seahawks. The stars are aligning. We have three monthly award winners in the second month of the year.
0: And I mean, we're riding on the highest. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was such a bad, I said third month of the year. Yeah. It's it's, it's the second. It's a second. It's a second. Yeah. Continue. But
2: I mean, three, three wins in a row. And how about that three game winning streak starting against the Arizona Cardinals? Um, we, we went to SoFi, we beat the Chargers, we beat a tough Giants team, and they're still not showing us any love. Um, we're gonna beat Arizona, and then I'm already gonna tell you my pick for the week after that. We're gonna beat the Buccaneers and everybody's gonna realize that we're gonna go into the bye week and everybody's be like, Wow,
0: this team well, is P, gonna make the- Pete Carroll has Tom Brady's number. That I don't think that's a fact. But other than that, one Super Bowl, I don't Yeah, they've think only lost they've uh he's only lost one game to Tom Brady. We're
2: three and one or two and one. Yeah. Well, uh three yeah. and one, three and one, three and one, three and one, three and one, because we beat you guys when you had Cam Newton. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the Patriots. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Patriots. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I don't know the, I don't know the moves with the Bucks. I don't really like the Bucks. So I don't pay attention to it. Yeah, but anyways, like, well, we beat Tom Brady out. We know what to do against them.
0: Like I said, I have the I have the uh, the Seahawks plus two. And I also have the under. I think it's an under type game just because it's a division rivalry. Um, everyone thought the over was gonna slam the first time that these teams played, but it, it's just yep. good defense being played. Yep. And I think the under's gonna hit again. The over under sit at 49 and a half. That isn't really too much different from the previous time they played. I think the last time they played was what, week six, right? Week six, it was nineteen to nine. and it was and it was 50.5 was over under in that. Shout out me and my Excel sheet for bringing that right up. But, yeah, 49.5 is a lot of points to score, and I think in a divisional game it's going to be hard to do that. So, 49.5, I got the under in that.
2: All right. And, yes, this is my lock of the week, by the way. Um, going on to the next game, we got the Rams taking on the Bucks. Um, The Rams going up – I mean, uh, the Bucks going up against an NFC West opponent, they'll be going up against two in a row. Um, both teams struggling. Both teams um, not really catching their stride. And just because of that, I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus three. Um, the over-under set at 49 and a half. I'm going to take the under here as well. Um, I've got playoff Lenny getting into the end zone in this game. It's kind of a lock. Um, he's been struggling all season long this is a perfect game for Tampa Bay to go out, get a win. And people are like, wow, they beat the Rams. The Rams are a good team, but the Rams aren't actually a good team. This is kind of one of those fake good wins that kind of Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady, uh, what's the word to say? Tom Brady, like fanboys are like, yeah, we just beat the Rams. Like that's a big win. It's not even going to be a big win, but Tampa's going to win.
0: And and they're going to cover the spread as well. I'm taking the other. Griff, I'm telling you with this, I, the Bucks have to win eventually, right? Yeah. Like if I don't, I think that the fact that the Bucks are this bad, I don't think it really damages Tom Brady's legacy. Like I, I think he's still going to be the goat, but I think that we see flashes what of LeBron's? what? What about LeBron's legacy? No, oh, he sucks. <laughs> if the Bucks win this game, or if the Rams win this, or okay, hold up, if the Rams Sorry. win this game or Tampa Bay wins this game, it it negatively impacts LeBron's legacy because he's friends with Tom Brady, and he's from L.A., so there's no positive correlation here. So, like, it, it's either, okay, you're rooting for your friend, oh, but you're not rooting for your home team. And he got carried by Matt Ryan. Literally got carried by Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt like, Ryan got like, like car- they were looking for
2: a big-time three to go into overtime They gave the ball to Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan.
1: <and> <laughs> <laughs> like
0: I know that that literally happened and I'm laughing at it because like Matt Ryan. It did. Like it did. He-, he
1: played one game for us last year and he's like the yeah. best player on the team. Yeah.
0: He's he the their best shooter. I mean, Should shout All right, hold up. Ooh, this is style, going bro. back into into Lakers talk. I feel like we loved to doing this especially in like March of last year. But shout out Russell Westbrook, man. Like coming off the bench, he's actually playing good basketball. Oh, he's so. awesome. So Shout out Russ. I, I don't think I've been on record hating him or hating on him. No. And, and I look to continue that stretch. I, I like Russell Westbrook, and I think he deserves better. Free I do. Too. Russ, Tampa Bay minus 2.5, and, and I have the under because both these offenses suck for whatever reason.
1: I'm telling both of you guys on the same picks, I hate this game. Next game.
0: It's two good teams that aren't actually good. It, it,
2: yeah. it's, it's No matter who wins this game – the everybody's going to overreact and be like, wow, they'd be the tough team, but they really didn't. Neither of these teams are good, and this game isn't a legit test for either side, in my opinion. I don't think that this really affects anybody's season. Um If anything, the best outcome would be Tampa Bay to win because I think they have the best chance of winning their division because the Falcons are first and they're sitting at 500. So, I mean, I guess you, you would want Tampa Bay to win. That would be the best decision, but if L.A., goes out and gets a big win here it wouldn't be a big win it's one of the like i said it's a big win in everybody else's eyes except for people that actually understand that neither of these teams are actually who they were in 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 years prior so we'll move on to the next game um two teams with pretty good records right yeah two five and two teams tennessee Kansas City Sunday night football. Stav the line set at Kansas City minus 12 and a half coming off a bye
0: over under at 45 and a half. What do you like here? Under or no, I'm sorry, I have the over here and I have Tennessee plus 12 and a half. I love, okay. I mean, Derek, it's tractor season as PFT says. And what did Derek Henry got 28 attempts rushing last week, and I think he's going to get yeah, 35 this so week. I think yards. this is going to be a a flashback to his high school days. I think he's going to put up like 165 yards on the ground. He's going to put up like two touchdowns. And I think we see Malik Willis do a little bit more. I think we're going to see a little bit more of his mobility. I think they're going to start giving some him some dump downs. I don't expect him to fully open up the playbook for the guy, but I assume he's starting, right? I, or am I just talking out of my ass? Yeah,
2: right? I, yeah, I believe he is.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I expect him to do a little bit more with Malik Willis because you have to. You know, he's a starting quarterback for a reason right now. And you you give them the playbook. You allow them to get a little dump downs. And I th- I expect Derrick Henry to have one of those career games where it's like, oh, shit, this guy's the best running back in the league. We forgot about him. I like yeah, the – I'm going
1: to say yeah. I agree. I have Tennessee plus 12 and a half in the over. They've been sneakily winning games. I know a while back I said Tennessee sucks, but, like, they still suck, but, like, they're winning games. And So, I mean, I feel like this is one of those games. They're definitely not going to win, but I think 12 and a half is enough for them to cover. They're going to keep it close. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I mean, they're winning games, but they're not being any quality teams. Um, And for that exact reason, I'm going to take my first big spread of the episode. I'm going to go – well, other than Philly, but that was a lock. Uh, I'm going to go Kansas City minus 12.5 solely just because you guys didn't pick them. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to take the over as well. I I, I think that you're right about Derrick Henry. I think he runs the hell out of the ball. And before Will even started talking, I was going to take Tennessee. But right when Will took Tennessee, I was like, you know what? Let's switch it up here Um, because I think this game could go either way. I know Kansas City is going to win this game. I don't know how much it's going to be by. They could easily win this game by at least two touchdowns. And and the way that I'm seeing it, this is going to be a big game from Travis Kelsey because when the other team's best player is going off, that's when Travis Kelsey is like, okay, I need to match that. And he does that very well. He's one of the best football players in the league when it comes to kind of like comeback drives like when you need a drive put together travis kelsey's getting the ball three or four times and i think we're gonna see that a few times um whatever travis kelsey's receptions is at, i'll check it later stop just write it down right now i'm taking his over in receptions i'm, I'm on the website right now i can look at it but we can okay. move on to the next game
0: it's with the next game it being our final game we have the baltimore ravens at the new orleans saints ravens playing on thursday it's like a mini bye week in a way you know you play thursday it's a, it a mini bye it's a mini it's bye. A mini bye. It's an official mini-bye. They go to New Orleans this week to face the, obviously, New Orleans Saints. Uh, The Ravens are favored by two and a half points on the road over under set at 48, which is pretty high.
1: Um, Will, what do you have here? I'll let you go first. I got the Ravens minus two and a half in the over. I think – I know – I actually didn't even think about Rashad Bateman being out, but he hasn't really been putting up season numbers for them. Out for the season too. has Hasn't really been putting up numbers for them in general, but I think this is just one of those games Lamar pulls everything out of the bag, he does his thing and they get the win here. Um, I'm gonna take New Orleans plus two and a half. Um, as much as Will thinks Rashad
2: Bateman isn't a weapon, he is still the best weapon on that team on the offense other than Mark Andrews, JK Dobbins also out. Um, this is a game where we might see uh Deshaun Jackson starting. And, and that's not a good sign for Baltimore. Um I want to say it's either sixteen or six, somewhere sixteen with a decimal point, um, in terms of yards per reception for Rashad Bateman this season. Like you said, well, he hasn't got a lot of receptions, but he's the guy when it's come down. Oh, to yeah, hundred percent. They don't have that. I think New Orleans runs the hell out of the ball. Um, Taysom Hill. Um, is going to be a large part of this win. And New Orleans really hasn't been doing too bad under Andy Dalton. The offense has been looking pretty good. Michael Thomas uh, getting surgery for his toe, by the way, is on the IR. And and we talked about on the episode a couple of weeks ago, my fantasy trade, I received Kenneth Walker and Damian Harris, and I gave up um, Miles Sanders and Michael Thomas. That's a W trade officially.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. That's I a W mean, trade Because Michael
2: Thomas hasn't played since, and I think he's going to be out for the season after this. Interview. No, he is going think I traded Rashawn
1: Bateman for an unnamed player that I will not mention on the podcast, but a few weeks back. And, um, unnamed player mentioned? Well, I traded him for Deshaun Watson, and he's oh, he uh, out for the no. season. So it's like an even trade, W even trade. W, uh,
2: yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no comment. Yeah, okay. No comment. I
0: have <laughs> – <It's- laughs> You should have just said Deshaun Watson. And then I, we would have looked at each other for a second, but then, like, not said anything. If you just Going back week on. 13, by the way, Deshaun Watson. They, mm-hmm. they,
2: uh, whoever, it, whoever is like big over for the Browns, who are like the GM or whoever, I don't care about the Browns, so I don't know anything about them. Um, they said once he is eligible to play, he's going to be the starting quarterback.
0: They said that this week. <laughs> yeah, don't blame him. I got the Saints plus two and a half here, and I have the over. Um, I just think of su- when it when you think of the Saints playing in primetime like in obviously in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome you just think electricity right you think wins you, you think abundant Monday- superdome whoops um yeah. you think of Drew Brees breaking records on Monday night football but you always think of yep. the Saints winning games on Monday night football and yes. I think that continues and I I mean I like it, it's hard when you don't have a start like your number one receiver playing, especially that first game when you're trying to adjust the other guys stepping up one in that depth chart. I mean, obviously, Mark Andrews is dealing with an injury, but when he's going to be the sole focus for that Saints good – I think the Saints defense is pretty good. Um, I mean, they've let, let up some points, but I think overall they're good. They're talented, and I think that it's going to be a tough game for the Ravens, but I got the Saints plus two and a half here. Nice, and you like the over the under? I said the over. Yeah, we all have the over. Yep.
2: Yep, yep, yep. all right. Well, I think that's going to do it. Wait, for hold on hold, of- on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay,
0: okay. We forgot to mention the greatest Hail Mary of all time. <laughs> <laughs> this this clip, in Madden, in Madden, in Madden. Yeah, we could have just said whatever. But I'm going to break it down play by play, right? So yep. fourth quarter, down 21 to 14, right? We score a touchdown with 40 seconds left, right? We go for two, Mm -hmm. and they return it back, make it 23 to 20. They get the ball back, too. We're down three. And we have all three timeouts, though, which is huge. Clock management is huge, right? So they go. They run the play. Whatever. We stuff them. Second and 10. We stuff them again. Third and 10. They run a crazy, like, pitch option play, right? And we stop them. It's fourth and two. With 18 seconds left, they punt it back. To us, mm-hmm. and we try to get a good return. We grant to what the thirty-five, something like that. Like their thirty or our thirty-five. So we have eight seconds left, no timeouts, and I'm just sitting there. I'm using Tyree. Griff is our quarterback, and I'm like Griff. The only shot we have here is just Tyree Hill deep, right? So Griff steps up, throws a ball sixty-eight yards in the air, and I have moss my opponent or the guy who's covering me, stiff arm the next guy, and get into the end zone for a game-winning touchdown. I don't think I've had that crazy of a reaction in my entire life that was that most absolutely electric play in madden history and that will be posted on the youtube very soon and on the yes. tiktok for the viewers to enjoy yeah and i and i
2: want to say a couple of things um will was also using on the left side debo samuel took the free safety out of the play you mm-hmm. still mossed the strong safety but will did have a corner and a safety on him. will took him out of the play um mm-hmm. and, and i want to say probably top two craziest moments that's ever happened to me in Madden <laughs> top one craziest moment that's ever happened in Madden. Will is on our YouTube channel on the inside the Five five channel where, um, we threw a hail Mary to get into field goal range. It didn't go through, but we got a pass interference. We kicked a field yes. goal to bring it into OT. They got the ball in OT stop and on the opening kickoff, uh, Hit stick, user force fumble. We pick up the ball. We win the game. It was the crazy. Okay, battle. hold. I need oh. to.
0: I'm gonna watch that. You have um,
2: to watch the video. That yeah, was a I good know. video. I watched the video, video on YouTube.
1: Possibly. I watched. I watched back all no, of those our games. our week five preview from
0: uh three weeks ago was our most viewed video. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but is it Madden? <laughs> is it Madden Ultimate Team squads episode one? Yeah. There's one a year. playlist. There's a playlist.
1: There's, yeah, a, playlist. there's a few. We should bring back, we should bring it back. Oh, it's the first yeah, episode
0: it. though, right? Um, yes. I don't think it was
1: the first, it wasn't the first. Episode. There's only two. Um, oh no, yes. no, it's there's only two episodes. Is it yes. just Mud Seasons or Mud Squads? Because Mud Seasons is Griff Solo.
2: Oh, hope you guys oh. enjoyed. Uh, I'll see you guys in the playoffs. Peace, <laughs> Mud
0: Squads. Hey. okay, yeah, Mud Squads episode <laughs> one is the most viewed video, yes.
2: Yeah, that was it. But, yeah, um, we, we can talk about this off camera. How about we wrap up the episode here? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry we're going along on a little bit of a rant. But well, we're going to be getting some Mutt Squad's episodes back up on that YouTube channel. We hope you guys enjoyed. As nice always, well. we will catch you guys next week. And peace. Peace. peace.